Hey friends, it's your pal Mike Shea from Sly Flourish here with another episode of Sly Flourish's Lazy DM, Lazy GM Prep. In this show, I go through steps from Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master while preparing for my Sunday RPG. In this case, I am running a homebrew Numenera adventure called The Fourth Emperor. This show, like all of the work of Sly Flourish, is brought to you by the patrons of Sly Flourish. If you want to help support shows like this, you can do so by becoming a patron. Patrons get access to all kinds of exclusive material, exclusive adventures. They get the access to the City of Arches, a city source book, and previews of upcoming events, previews of videos, all kinds of interesting things. A Patreon, monthly Patreon Q&A, all kinds of cool stuff. It's worth being a patron. Patrons of Sly Flourish get a lot of access to a lot of stuff. So, but most of all, they help me put on shows like this. To, to the patrons of Sly Flourish, thank you so much for your support. My group has been in the Vault of Tacris. So in this campaign, the characters are trying to stop the second coming of the fourth emperor. The fourth emperor is a very powerful outer world entity that wants to take over literally all life on the planet and had done so in the fourth age nearly a half a billion years ago. So this entity was apparently pushed away, pushed out, and but is trying to come back, right? So the characters are in the process of trying to understand what it is and how it operates and how to stop it and all this other stuff. And one of the things they've done, they have a friend who had been brainwashed by a bunch of nanites that turned her into what a, a, a an entity known as a walker of beyond. A walker of beyond is essentially, this is all in the Numenera I'm going to be using a bunch of Numenera lingo, uh, a nano, like kind of a wizard that supports the fourth emperor. She's been brainwashed essentially into becoming an, an, a wizard of the fourth emperor, nano of the fourth emperor. And they want to save her. So they, they, they realized that they couldn't, they couldn't save her without getting access to some stuff. And what they needed was in this place called the vault of Tacrin. It turns out Tacrin was this historian and researcher and nano himself who has become what is known as an excagate, which is essentially like a Numenera lich, right? Or demi-lich almost. And he manipulates nanites. He's one of the few beings able to manipulate nanites and specifically has figured out how to reverse engineer the brainwashing nanos, nanites that are inside their friend, Kimli. So the characters went into Tacron's, the, the vault of Tacron. They avoided some... Uh, nasty things that were there. They then met Takrin and had a long conversation with Takrin who explained could do and what it wanted. And what it could do was it can provide nanos that can save their friend Kimli. What it wants in return is access to the fourth emperor's data sphere. It wants to be able to reside. It wants to be able to float out and into new worlds. It's been building recursive worlds that it's been enjoying, but like, like Minecraft, right? It's been playing Minecraft for, you know, 800 years. And it wants to have a new place to go play. So, and it says, I would love to have access to the fourth emperor's data sphere because I will learn like a million years worth of information. So give me access to the fourth emperor's data sphere. I will give you my help in return. A sinister entity, right? A kind of a, 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 a dark and sinister entity. So it said, the Tacrin the Excagate said that, unfortunately, I have a servant who is here in this tomb that is not going to be happy with you wandering around. You're going to have to defeat it to, to get where you need to get. And I don't have any control over it anymore. It's been hundreds of years since I had control over it. Uh, I will show you Tacrin the Excagate. There's Tacrin. He's a friendly looking sort, right? Like I would totally follow that, that, that thing. Uh, Tacrin also revealed some other information. It revealed the hex. So in the big question of like what the fourth emperor fell before, right? How did it fall before? 
Well, it fell because another very powerful group that is much more built on chaos wiped it out, known as the Hex, which was probably built by the fourth emperor. This might be a secret. We should we should generate it some we should generate some stuff. We are going to create new session notes. Today is 3 April 22, Sunday, Numenera. I'm going to drop right into the secrets. One of the secrets is that the fourth emperor, the fourth empire created the hex, but the hex as a more efficient way of controlling sentience. It was essentially the mind, what do they call mind breakers? The mind manipulation nanos, but it could spread. That turned out to be a mistake. So that's a good secret. Another secret is that the hex, the, the what little remains of the hex is held in an archive, a, a millennia, an aeon old archive called, I don't know what, what do we call that? Let's come up with a name. We could drop into locations and see if there's an interesting location. Do, do, do. The Tomb of the Sixth Archivist. That's good. We'll do that. Right? So in the Sixth Age, an archivist managed to capture what remained of the, the, the remaining hex. And it is there in the vault. So like it is a failsafe, right? Could be a failsafe against the Fourth Emperor. The hex is the only thing the fourth emperor fears. So we've got some secrets. Let me move my windows around here. Oh, Malicious, thank you so much. Malicious said, this is my second month being a patron. It has been a massive wealth of info for me and I couldn't be happier of my investment. That is awesome. Am I enjoying Numenera now as much as I did at the beginning? Yes, I am enjoying Numenera a lot. I, that said, uh, I do want to start thinking about the end. <laughs> I do I do think like I'm enjoying it and I actually want to have a talk with my players today and ask how they how they're enjoying it mechanically, right? Like do they like how their characters are progressing? They've now hit tier 2. They they're getting regularly getting I forget what they call them, the, whatever the, the they're not level bumps, but they're they're bumping abilities and stuff like that. They're regularly getting those. My my question is like it, how are they enjoying the mechanics of the game compared to like the mechanics of 5e. But I do, I, I do think I want to start thinking about how I'm going to wrap this up. Even if I don't wrap it up real soon, I want to have an idea about where the end of this thing is going to go. And I have some thoughts about that that we're going to talk about. So I think my strong start, they're in the tomb. They're, they're talking to Takrin the Excagate. And I want to have something good, fun happen. I, you can always throw like a monster at it. So you could have like a an eye of the disassembler comes into the chamber. The characters must react. So I think there's this entity called the disassembler, right? That's out there. Did I have the disassembler in previous in the previous game? The dissector. We're gonna grab these monsters, right? The dissector. So the characters have to deal with the fact that an eye of the dissector, which could be, uh, what's a Felbus? Let's take a look. 
Numenera Bestiary 3. Writes and other crafters in Numenera find Felbus to be very useful, but also destructive and frustrating. Crabby creatures have about the same mass as a human, but most of it is centered in a tank-like part of its body surrounded by spindly legs. Sharp limbs that function as a saw and intake device. Felbus consume meat, scraps of synth, and lesser forms of iotum. So I think maybe these are level fours. So maybe two of these things. Two level four Felbus, Felbi, Felbuses. Two level four Felbuses enter Tacron's chamber. They are they are an extension of the dissector and must be destroyed. Start with a fight. I think we're gonna have two fights today. So scenes Felbus then probably fight the dissector and get into the vaults, the nanoforge and get the cure for Kimley. I think that one of the things I'm going to do, oh, so they're find the verdicts, uh, find the Tacron's verdicts, verdice, find Tacron's verdice, right? But they, I don't think they can use the verdice to get back to Bodrov because I think the nano, I think a secret is that the nanotech of the fourth empire is too complicated to transfer through the Virtus, through the data sphere, to data cast through the data sphere. It gets destroyed. Thus, nano, uh, nanites must be carried by hand in the real. So when they have their these these nanite canisters that have stuff that can fix them they can't transfer that they're going to have to move them manually i think that might be a little kind of difficult for them it might make things harder in the future so i don't know but i you know i don't think that hurts and it kind of makes sense to me that like if you could take these there's just a question of like if you can transfer you and your stuff in and out of the data the data sphere like why can't you duplicate it, right? Like, why can't you create it from that? You know, the, 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 the buffer, the buffer problem from Star Trek, right? Oh, we have a, it's in the buffer. So I don't, I don't know. I think, I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna say that the nanites are too delicate to go through the data sphere. So find Tacron's verdicts, Virtus, go learn. So I think I'm gonna have an NPC uh, approach them and talk about the fact that things are going really bad in the village in the village of the scarlet watch of scarlet watch right and i think i'm gonna have an npc who approaches the characters and says please you have to help me demi right we're gonna have demi of scarlet watch please you have to come help our village right and i think that that's probably where the session is going to end is them making their way to scarlet watch to do our seven samurai style our, our seven samurai style adventure what other, so Vault of Tacron is our location. That's easy. Do I have Scarlet Watch as a, I do. The village of the, Scarlet Watch village of the first one. I did make, I did make this. So that's cool, right? It's a village surrounded by a towering thing. Now, the other, the other part of a, I'm, I'm probably think, overthinking. I'm probably going too far out. But I want to think about where the, 
where the Araglian. So, so the idea is that there's these creatures. They are in Destiny, I think, or they're in Discovery. Orgolian, the Orgolian soldiers. Here are these guys, right? So, Orgolian soldiers are the foot soldiers. So we're gonna we can make this a secret, right? Of the fourth emperor, they carry out its will with force. So a bunch of Araglian soldiers, Orgolian soldiers, Orgolian, right? A bunch of Orgolian soldiers have gone to the village of of Scarlet Watch, the Orgolians, and their leader tells the people of Scarlet Watch to prepare those with connections to nanos may become walkers of beyond the rest will serve the empire as labor or food the oragulians are the orgolians are coming in three days four days there's actually a bunch of different kinds of Orgolians. So I think there's Orgolian testers too. I don't know what book that's in, but I'll find I'll find the Orgolians. And we can put Orgolian soldiers. I think I put them. I already have like a little bestiary 246. I think I have a bestiary. I kind of made a list somewhere in my campaign notebook here. I have, yeah, the fourth emperor bestiary, right? And you can click this, I can click this, and I can see descriptions. And I have uh, a bunch of different Orgolians in here, I think. Orgolian soldiers, Orgolian envoys, Orgolian testers, right? So I have three different kinds of Orgolians. So that's, that's pretty cool. So I think another secret is that, what was the location? Oh, what, what was the location I was going to have the, I had a cool name for it, the Tomb of the Six Archivist. So the secret is, the vow, also known as the six archivist, resides in the tomb of the six archivist and has the last remaining piece of the hex. So, what else? Was other secrets and clues. Oh, the only way the growth of the fourth empire is exponential. There's no good way to stop it with linear responses. Instead, the only way to defeat it is to what? Is to, is with an exponential response. There's only one place that the characters can commit this level of response, the data sphere. So what does that mean? That's complicated and weird, right? And what that means is that like, you know, the fourth empire is growing exponentially. You can't just go defeat stuff. Instead, you have to find a way to get a lever that's as big as the growth is happening. And the only way that a sentient being can do that is inside the data sphere. So whatever the answer is to this problem, it probably exists inside the data sphere. It's not a matter of stopping a single skybreaker, but defeating all skybreakers. 
it isn't a matter of defeating a single herald. You must defeat. You must defeat all heralds. The only way to do that is in the data sphere. What else? So let's let's take let's step away for a moment. Like we've got a strong start. We've got scenes. The lucky thing is that this is all taking place in an area that I've already filled out. So I've got I've got that. NPCs we need. I think that our friends Burham, Navro and Burham are gonna come back. And they might be with with Demi. They might say, We met Demi. Demi was nearly killed by some random thing on the road. We managed to save him, but they are in a bad state and they need your help. I.e., you need to help return to Look at all this treasure. I'm going to grab all these and we're going to move those right into my treasure segment here. Save myself a little time. I think they got one of these already. I don't remember which one they got, but one of these things they picked up. Was it the tendril? No, I don't remember which ones they got. So I've got all that, but what I want to think about is how, how is, you know, it's, I'm, I'm getting to the point now. Do I have a, Hey, look, I have a campaign outline. So let's look at what I, we had in our campaign outline and then say, what are we actually doing with it? So I had this whole thing of the Justicar of, of, of Angul who came in. These were my, my villains that I, that I was running, right? Zerson, the Bishop of Truth. Terra, the, the Justicar of Angular. I don't know that I'm going to run. I never, I've never really implemented these two villains, uh, Terra and Zerson. So I don't think I'm going to bring them in necessarily. I think I might end up with new villains. This is one of the advantages of like not hanging on to your villains too much. You can throw them away if you don't want them, right? Then I had this campaign outline. Travel to the Canister Data Sphere. They did that. Travel to the Acidic Pools. Discover the Lost Temple of the Fourth Emperor. Yep. Disable the no-night generators of the factory. They did. Turn off the no-night distribution vents. Enter the data sphere of the Herald. Travel to the outside and learn the origin of the Fourth Emperor. Travel to the data sphere temple of the Fourth Emperor. Find the vault of the sage. Speak to the last ancestor of the Fourth Age. Sure, I don't. I don't think that I'm going to do. I'm going to keep this. Like we're going to call this old. But I think I'm going to. Now that I'm in it, I had this idea of the four heralds, four temples, four skybreakers, the throne of the Father. I think I'm going to get rid of that because that wasn't really. And uh, new campaign outline, right? And I think, we, so what? We're going to have the Vault of Tacrin. We're going to have Scarlet Watch. We're going to return to Badrav. Save Kimli. Travel. And then I have some parallel paths that could be. Travel to Skybreaker 4. Shut down the Skybreakers. Defeat the first Herald. Shut down the Heralds. Travel to the throne of the father. Close the gate to the outside. So this feels like, you know, this feels like the, the, the uh, one possible campaign outline, right? The idea here is that you can't, you know, in order to shut down the skybreaker, you shouldn't have to go to every single skybreaker. Instead, you can go into the verdict. You can go to the skybreaker, figure out how it works, go into the verdict and hack the Virtus of the Skybreakers, which are networked together, and break them from the inside, right? There, another one is the vault. I just I just talked about it, right? Which is the, what's it called? The Tomb of the Six Archivists, right? And that, that can give them a, a fail safe of some sort. 
so that is a pretty is is that too much like maybe we you know do they need you know that's like how many how, so how many big locations right so that like lo, the low you know if we break this down locations we have the remainder of the vault of Takran. we have scarlet watch we have the tomb of the six archivist we have skybreaker four we have the first herald and we have the the throne of the father so that's seven i mean that's that's that could practically be 14 sessions worth of stuff right if it takes two sessions for each of these places which is not out of hand that could be 14 more sessions is that too many right that's that's three months right of more than three months of of games if i would if i had to narrow it down where would i narrow it down i could kill scarlet watch i kind of it would make me sad right but i could kill scarlet watch i could kill the tomb of the six archivist and they could go straight to these three right and that would be six sessions it's actually not 14 sessions because i only have one more vault attack run so it's today and then two four six eight ten right five five remaining 10 more sessions is that too? and maybe some of these i can try like tomb of the six archivists could be one session instead of instead of trying to make it two sessions i kind of want to run those how to get 14 sessions it's about 10 sessions left about 11 sessions left that you know is that is that too much i don't know and maybe it could be a little bit shorter than that because we could we could have some of these I could just shorten I could make them smaller places with less going on and then they take one session instead of two. So I think we could get there. So that seems like a reasonable campaign outline, right? And this this is sort of what the the, the steps they have to do, and then this is like the actual locations that they have. But I'll talk to the players and I'll see how they feel about going like another you know ten ten twelve sessions uh, before the end of this campaign and see and see how they feel about that. Because then the question is, what do we run next? And I'm, I want to run either Empire of the Ghouls or I want to run uh, Scarlet Citadel. I have both sitting on my shelf. I'd like to run one of those two adventures on the assumption that there isn't a, another hardcover adventure that comes out in that time that I want to run all the way through. Like I don't plan, I, I think it will be fun to run and I might run, I don't think I'm going to run a campaign from what's it called? The new book that's coming out. Somebody remind me. I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, I think, I think I'd like to run one of those Cobalt Press adventures. I think those would be fun to run. And I'm kind of looking forward to getting back to 5e. I love Numenera. This is my first chance to run a real Numenera campaign. I'm enjoying it thoroughly, but I, I think I'm also due. Call it, no, not called it Nether Deep. Uh, the other one that just got announced. Journey into the Radiant Citadel? Radiant Citadel. I think I'll probably run those, but I'll probably run them as one shots, right? I don't think I'll run. I don't think I'm going to run a campaign from them. We'll see. I mean, probably not. I will see. Who could say? But I, I've been, I had Empire of the Ghouls and Scarlet Citadel sitting on my shelf for some time, and I've been wanting to run those. So, and I'd like to run some non-Watsy adventures. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So I have nine secrets. Uh, are there any secrets that help tie this campaign together? When I look at my campaign outline, <sighs> I don't know. We never looked at the characters. Let's let's. There, are there character secrets? Oh yeah, the characters. The players were interested in going to, they wanted to find out more about Samji's, you know, Samji's life. And they knew that there is a, a bunch of 
Samjis been in a in a place known as the the Jade Colossus. But what a side quest that would be. Right? It would I almost wish I hadn't brought it up. But the finding a bunch of you know, finding and activating a bunch of Samjis might be an interesting way to deal with the Aragulians. So that might be that might be fun. Baiko, the intuitive jack who rides the lightning. Uh, Cecilia, the graceful jack who wields power with precision. Jad, the shade, meddlesome jack who exists partly out of phase. I could ask, like, what does that mean? As he goes partially out of phase, what does he see? Does he see things from time to time? Nakia, benefit jack who acts without consequence. And Samji, the protective glaive who fuses flesh and... I don't know. Anything more about the vow? The vow known as the Six Archivist resides in the tomb of the Six Archivist and has the last remaining piece of the hex. I mean, we have a bunch of stuff about the hex. Is there anything else that they can learn? Let's 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 focus back down on the fact that they're in the Vault of Tacharin. What else could they learn in the Vault of Tacharin that could teach them about, about stuff? Anything in particular? The Fourth Empire sees life as either sentience or non-sentience. It seeks to control sentience, which is much more complicated than dealing with non-sentience. It's not a great secret. It's kind of interesting. Let's take a look at the vault itself. Got a cool picture. Got a cool map. They're down in this lower right-hand chamber with the bodies of Tacrin. I think Tacrin's Virtus is in one of the, I think these two upper right chambers. One of those is the four, the nano forge. The other one is the his Virtus. And that way they can return here later if they need to. They can they can zip in. They can also use this Virtus. They can connect uh Tacrin to the Virtus here. He's probably already connected to the Virtus here. I think Tacrin's gonna give them a small skull version of him. So they have like a they're carrying around a, a metal skull that is connected to larger Tacrin, the skull of Tacrin. And it's got a data port so they can connect the skull of Tacrin to various data spheres. I think that will work. Another secret is that the heralds have floated in deep orbit around the earth for millions of years. Tacrin has its own satellite that it can use to connect to the skull i think that that's that's pretty cool so how do i feel about today's game do i feel pretty good i think i feel okay i've got my strong starts i've got some good scenes i got a bunch of secrets i got locations i'm starting to get my head around where this thing is going to go and where it's going to end I'll, i'm going to talk to the players today a little bit more about that and i think i think i am ready I think I'm ready to run a game. Do I feel good about it? I feel pretty good about it. So I think we're going to call today's show done. So I would like to thank everybody for hanging out with me today while I poked around with my Numenera campaign. Really fun and interesting to think about, but I, I definitely want to get to a light at the end of this tunnel. And I think I'm, I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay with that. So I want to thank everybody for hanging out with me today. Always a great, if you enjoyed this show, you can help me out by subscribing to the Sly Flourish newsletter, supporting me directly on Patreon, subscribing to my videos here on YouTube, or picking up any of my books. Links for all of those things are in the show notes below. Thank you all. Have a great day and get out there and play an RPG.
Take care, everybody.